This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. But to tonight's game, nobody better to analyze this than my friend Mike Felder, who knows more about football than anybody I know. You can follow him on Twitter, at InTheBleachers. He's on radio. He's on your TV screen everywhere. Uh, Mr. Felder, do you like Michigan or Washington tonight, and why? Wow, this is usually the question that people ask at the very no, end. No, we're starting with it. We're starting with it. Get right to it. I like Washington. Man, say, I thought I was going to be different than, than most people. Uh-oh. Now, 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 now you should like be Michigan. worried. You should be worried. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know no, I, the thing for me, and, and this is something that I've been, I've been doing it all year over at the Substack, but I've been looking at plays and tracking plays, and so I dialed down into plays for Washington, dialed down into plays for Michigan, and, and Michigan is really happy in the game. They played an overtime game with Alabama where they only ran 59 plays. Yeah. F- 59 plays. That's where they're they like, we love this. <laughs> and Washington's like, let's get to 75. Let's get to 72. Let's let's do it this way. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that's been really interesting. And so again, I'm talking to my, my guy, George Whitfield, the quarterback guy. He he was like styles make fights. So this is about one team trying to impose their will, and the other team being like just going like the other team, Washington is a Manny Pixic dream girl. That's what they are. <laughs> Like, they're like, oh, okay, we'll do what you want, but, like, we still are going to do some of our stuff, too. And so it's just like, but you know, like, I'm I'm just, we are, we are living in our own zone, and, like, we don't care. Like, you don't get to dictate to us. If we have to do it that way, we will. But at the end of the day, like, honestly, I'm pretty flighty, and uh, much like in the movie Paper Towns, like, you don't even know if they're real or not. We get movie references. You get everything with uh, Michael Felder. Go check him out uh, at uh, It's Felder on Substack. All right. Is this the best? This is absolutely the best offense that Michigan has faced this year. Is this this the best offense that Washington has faced this year? No, absolutely not. No. What? No. Right. Texas. I'm with you. Texas is better. Oregon is better. Correct. Offensively. Yeah. So they played three games against better offenses than what Michigan is bringing to the table. And that, that that's and that's part of the reason why I liked Washington in the game going in. Because right. the knock on Washington over the last, you know, month or so of the season mm-hmm. has been, well, you know, I just don't know how good their defense is. Yeah, you know what? Um their their defense has been good enough to beat and we, they hadn't everyone. played. They hadn't played Texas yet. Yet, uh, you're right. Yes, everyone. And even though they uh, they they you know had to outscore the Southern Cal's of the world as well. Sure. I think their offense is super dynamic, and I just don't know how Michigan stops all of it. So here's what I'm thinking. Have you you've seen Coming to America? I assume. Of course. Soup too hot. Soup too cold. Aha. <laughs> Aha. <Aha-ha. laughs> Where's the spoon? <laughs> and that's the part for me that I get at with Washington is like, it doesn't matter if the soup's too hot or the soup's too cold. They figure it out. Right. They will figure it out. And that's the part that I love about them. They are they are not a good defense. They are a timely defense. Those are two completely different things. Michigan is a very good defense. Mm-hmm. 
Washington is a very timely defense. They, with one second to go, they made a play right. in the semifinal against Texas. One second to play, they made a play. And I don't know if you, I don't know, I've watched this play probably 50 times so far. And to watch Elijah jump, he jumped backwards while putting his hand forward mm-hmm. to knock the ball away because he was like, we can't get a penalty on right. this play. We have to do it. To watch, and you know what? They're lucky too because they got a butt fumble recovery. They like did? That's, yeah. <laughs> against Texas, it was a butt fumble. That's a butt. They, they, they didn't do anything right. That play was going for yards. Right. That was a first down, and then they got a butt fumble on accident. And it's like, yo, okay. Mike Felder's so, – here's real, real quick about – I actually thought in the fourth quarter it looked like they were really leaning on Texas and yes. they were going to possess the ball for yes. the rest of the game. Bingo. And then they had that one possession where, you know, if they pick Their up – Their brain malfunction? Yeah, where they – three incompletions where they, they have the ball for like 30 seconds yep. and it just left the door open – for the Longhorns, I thought if they had done better with that possession, because they, they never can run, got the ball back. Right, they can run the ball. Is yes. the key to them Dylan Johnson being healthy? I think Dylan Johnson's health is critical. I think we also saw something against Texas that we hadn't seen all year, which is Michael Penix running. Yeah, he does not run, and mm-hmm. I, I this is so this is crazy, and it's like ironic and wild. My kid goes to school. One of her best friends from her kindergarten class, her father played football at Washington. Oh, wow. So he's a diehard Washington fan. We watched the Seahawks game together last night, so he and I talked about this nonstop. Uh, good. And it was nice to talk football with a, another football guy, and our wives are sitting there like, oh, oh they're the same people. Like, this is <laughs> – I. they're like, I like it because he has a friend, but I hate this because it is annoying. Right. Like, you can't just, like, sit back and watch a game. It's just two guys just being like, right here, right here, right here. But he brought it up as well. Like, the, the key for me, like, if Penix is going to run, that's a problem that I don't think. So there's two things with Penix. If Penix is going to run, that's a thing that I don't think Michigan has accounted for. The second part is Penix is a lefty. Mm-hmm. And I say this as a lefty. It's a problem. It is a problem. Um, Substack drops in about 30 minutes. Okay. Of how a lefty can roll right and still throw to the middle versus a righty being trying to roll right and they can't throw to the middle. So the defense is completely broken because when they teach you defense, and I, I know this as someone who's played defense, right? when they teach they teach you when a right-handed quarterback and like 99% of quarterbacks are right-handed, when a, when a right-handed quarterback rolls to his right, he's never going to throw across the middle. Ever. Okay. I, I see well, that. Well, Unless you're Josh Allen, but that's another story altogether. Sure. But with Penix... <laughs> When Penix puts his right foot in the ground, his whole body swings. And so now he's got a full face to the middle, and whether it's on a scramble or it's on a design roll, he's better moving to his right than he is moving to his left because his left, he knows that they understand that he's always going to throw to the sideline. Okay. When he rolls to his right, he can throw to the middle. So, And I was talking to uh, uh, my my buddy about the, my new friend about this. I got a new friend. Wow. About it's great. That. It's great to have new friends, especially as we friend. get into our 30s. Yeah. 30s you're like you're being very generous um but no but the thing for me is like that's the part where texas is gonna have to figure things out especially when you're talking about the best receiving core in the country and Mm -hmm. i get it you can talk about ohio state and marvin harrison jr and you can talk about ebuka but like the reality is washington has the best receiving group in the country so this is all about time yeah time is the most important thing and um 
he was telling me so that he got his one of his friends is like deep into analytics and it's like Michigan got to Milrow in, in like 2.4 seconds. Penix gets the excuse me, Michigan got the middle in 2.6 seconds. Okay. Washington gets the ball out in 2.4. Unless they're throwing deep. And I was like, I think the deep is more important than the short. And that's the part that I'm looking for in this game. Time. Time is the most important thing. Can Michigan get to him? Adam Golden studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Before he can get the ball off. Can they get as many sacks as they had against Milrow? Because that was a game changer. Also, by the way, I trust Washington Center way more right. than Alabama's, yeah. who just put the ball on the carpet. And I was talking to EJ Manuel last week, and EJ goes, imagine. And so, so imagine this. Gold, imagine this. You're driving in your car, right? Mm-hmm. Your phone's in the cup holder or whatever. Okay. It rings. You got to get it. You pick it up. It slips out of your hand. It falls into the passenger side. <laughs> Not the seat, but like into the bottom. Right. And you're like, but this is a call I got to answer. And you're like, everything looks good. This is pre-snap. Everything looks good. Yeah. Then you do this. <laughs> and then you look back up and it's just all brake lights. Yeah. And a telephone pole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're in, it's, it's trouble. It's true. Yeah. I, I have not. I've never been there, Mike. But I, neither have I, <laughs> and I've never heard an analogy like that. So shout out to EJ Manuel because, like, he. I've never heard anyone describe it so accurately because you do know what it's like, like with kids or with whatever, and you turn around like you're giving them a juice box, and then all of a sudden you're like, no, right? Yeah, that's what it's like for a quarterback to like, yo, I what I, there's nothing I can do about this. Let me ask you about Michigan's plan here. Yeah, should they simply say we're going to try and let? Blake Corum win this game? I I don't know if that's what they should do. I think that's what they're going to do. I think he's their best player. I, see, I don't. Okay. I think Donovan Edwards is more explosive. Okay. I think that J.J. McCarthy can be a weapon if you let him. I The problem is I just don't know if their wide receivers are, like, willing and able in terms of vertical down the field. Like, mm-hmm. they're not – they don't scare me at all. They don't have a single player that scares me down the field. But J.J. being able to move – Okay. If, if they let him move, all of a sudden Washington – then you can create space down the field. That's what I'm looking for in this game. Is Michael Penix – I mean, he's the best player. I mean, I, I voted yeah. – he was – he got my Heisman vote. Um, part of that was I kind of had been on Penix for uh, for the yeah. entire season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if Washington wins, is it about Penix or is it about Roma Dunze or uh, Jalen Polk or Dylan Johnson? I think those guys are a unit together. Okay. So, I, I, but Penix has to make the throws. Yeah. I mean, that throw he made against Texas where those defenders were crossing and he just slipped it in the window. Are you kidding me? Like, that's insane. Like, that's not a thing you're supposed to be able to do. 
And he did. And Texas looked at each other like, what? How? We thought that was going to be definitely be like at least a batted ball. Right. Is, so I, is, is he an I, NFL quarterback? Yes, absolutely. Like uh, if I'm awesome. if I'm looking if I'm looking at it, I go. If I, just me personally, there's two things. So there's two things going. There's one where I know it's going to happen. Caleb Williams is going to go number one. Drake May is probably going to go number two, and then you get into Jaden Daniels and Penix and Bonex and whatever. But if I'm looking at it, and maybe this is some left-handed bias because I am a lefty. Give me Penix. Give me Penix. Penix. Penix's release is like this combination. It's a sick combo of Lamar Jackson's like quickness, the okay. suddenness that Lamar Jackson has, with the shot put that Philip Rivers has. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a strange throwing motion. Very. Somebody will screw up and try to fix it uh, no, rather than just let him play. Leave right? it alone. Just don't let touch him. it. He don't is, touch it. He is such a great player. Oh, let me ask you. This is a big picture question, and I'm gonna let you go, Mike Felder. Uh, yes, and hit the Substack. It's Felder. You get more than football there. We By always... the way, we're doing a show tonight. Um, so it'll be it'll be in everybody's inboxes in the morning. We're doing a show tonight for Learfield. Oh, awesome! Even yeah. better. Even better. I'll get that tomorrow. Um, the as a player, mm-hmm. how are you looking at? I mean, I know there there are opportunities to win a national championship. But mm-hmm. we're going to 12, and I think we're going to end at 24 when we get yeah. to the playoff. Um, how do players, you think, look at these types of things? I think there's – it's it depends on where your mindset comes from. Like, there's a lot of guys that really just want a chance. Right. And then there's other guys that are like, man, I really just want to get to the NFL. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and those two things don't work together all the time. And so – Obviously, we're watching it with the opt-outs uh, in the current bowl system. But now these guys are going to get forced into playing because, in theory, you could still get to win a national championship. Right. But it just is – it's really weird. Like, to, like talking to players, dealing with players' families, which I, I talk to more parents than I talk to players. Uh, whether you're on the sideline at a camp or you're, like, just parents are like, hey, check out my kid. Like, right. you talk to, I talk to more parents, and it's just – they're like – is it better to get playing time or to play in a, you know, play at Alabama? Is it better to get this? And I was watching a guy today that um, he was like, D2 is go D2, play <laughs> and then transfer because it's easier to do that. There, The reduction in high school kids being offered is yeah. insane. And it's really, it's heartbreaking, like to me. But I also understand like these coach, everyone's, everyone wants to make their job easier. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. So it's going to be, Really interesting because as a player, yes, you want. Do you want the Alabama offer? Sure. Do you want the Nebraska offer? Even yeah. Do I want the Baylor offer? Sure. But is it easier for me to go to even at this point? Sam Houston State is a they're D one now. Right. Should I go to Sam Houston, ball my behind off, and then I end up at Texas, or I end up at Oklahoma, or I end up at even at TC? Like, do, do anyway, I do that? Yeah. What do I do? So it's really it's a weird space, and I don't have a good answer for you. I'll be honest. Like I don't have a good answer for you, and it's a really it's a really scary space for the sport to be in. But honestly, I think if, if you're a high schooler and you can get into school, go play football. Do it like like I'm not saying go play football. Like do if you can do anything else, do that. But <laughs> if you can if you can if that's what your ticket is, you all you get at least one chance to do something else or go somewhere else. It just is like I mean. 
gold. We're looking at a world where we're looking at Houston. We're looking at Cincinnati, UCF. They're in the Big 12 now. Yep. They're not used to that. So they're learning. And then we're looking at USC, Washington, Oregon, UCLA. They're in the Big 10 now. They don't know what that's like. They don't know what that's going to be like. They have no clue what that looks like. They have no idea. And then you're looking at Oklahoma and Texas, and they're like, well, I guess we're walking into this, and we're going to – no, you're not going to be the big boys on the block because they already got big boys on that block. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the wire, right? Like, like what are we doing? Like, you think you're going to come over and take over this block? Nah, dog. Oh, man. It's Avon already here. <laughs> It's a whole new world for uh, for the supposed blue bloods uh, yeah. across college sports. It's just uh, who knows how it's all going to play out. All right, the Substack, it's Felder. Show will come in your uh, in inbox. I appreciate your yep. time, man. Uh, it's everybody's celebration if you're a college football fan tonight. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you very soon, man. Sounds good, man. Guess take it easy. You got it, Mike Felder here. On the Adam Gold Show. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also, too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes, and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu.